Doing less is what is going to grow your business. Doing less is what's going to allow you to find more opportunities and create more money and create more wealth and create more freedom. All the things you want are going to come from doing less, not doing more. Yeah, absolutely. So to that point, you know, just really when you feel that resistance, just asking yourself, you know, what is it that's so hard about this? What am I resisting? And be able to kind of examine those feelings and those thoughts. And then also, I love to remind my clients that it's also okay to take baby steps that you're probably not going to go from running a hundred miles an hour to just a full stop. And yet you can still start creating change. I'm Sonia Statman, and you're listening to Women in the Business Arena. Over the last 20 years, I've had the honor of working with thousands of women in business. During that time, I have been obsessed with finding a new way to operate business. One that eliminates hustle, supports ease, aligns with our values, and gives us a sustainable pathway to change the world. This podcast shares with you some of the lessons I've learned along the way. The conversations we have here are intimate, honest, and enlightening. It's like hanging out with friends who also happen to be pretty amazing business owners. Here we challenge what the world says business has to be to trailblaze a path of our own. Are you ready? Here we go. And welcome back. To women in the business arena. Laura and I are here and so excited for our new season. I hope you caught last week's episode, which really just talked about, you know, the whole theme that we're exploring, you know, this season, which is growth is a removal process. And so we want to talk today about our growth tip number two, and that is do less, period. <laughs> And that's a wrap. We're done. Good job. (laughs) Oh, I love this message and I'm glad that we're talking about it because I think I could use some accountability on it because as much as I know the wisdom of less is more, Mm -hmm. work smarter, not harder, you know, all of those things, it's still very seductive. It's like in my wiring sometimes, I think, to just... Oh, I just need to do it a little bit more, just go a little bit harder here. Or if I just keep going, it's going to work, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not true. Yeah. And there's like something about completing things. Like sometimes, you know, I, I know like I'm a big picture person and a big visionary and I like there to be a complete picture and like there's something about completion I really enjoy and I can get stuck in doing more just trying to complete things right so then I go over Mm. my energy level and I go past what is healthy for me and I you know try to deliver something that is even better than what's needed right there's just there's so many kind of little programming an indoctrination that we have inside of us that tells us to continue to do more. But we are going to really suggest and share with you that the tip to growth for both you and your business is to do less. Yes. Just let that sink in, everyone. We just made gave permission here for all of us to think about how we can do less. That that, I mean, just think about it for a minute 
what's the first thing that even comes to mind of like where you can do less? I feel like the first thing that my mind goes to is my calendar. Mm, Yep. Like I want to have less structured things on my calendar that I need to show up for. Yes. I love that. Less (laughs) to show up for. (laughs) Right. But like seriously though, we're taught to show up for more, right? Like how much is that conditioning of you should be showing up? You should be stepping up. You should be showing up for more and doing more and thinking more. And like there's such a, a piece around that that is deep inside of us. But actually I want to deliberately show up for less. Yeah. I mean, it is in our language. I mean, we're just like, what about her? She's not showing up. They're not showing up. It's like that, that that's the value, Yes, you know, showing up. And what if the value was, oh, look at them. Look at her just taking time off. (laughs) Look at her just letting herself not show up. And I mean, I think for the, for in this instance, you know, what I want is more unstructured time, um, showing up up more means that, you know, in this day and time, so many of us are running our businesses online. And so there's a blurry line there. As much as I love that I'm not commuting and I have more hours, I feel like more minutes that I've reclaimed. I am sometimes then feeling, well, I'm available. So I should show up. Well, I could do back to back. Like, you know, let me just schedule that and then schedule that and schedule that. And then when I look at my calendar after I've done something like that, I'm really regretful and I'm exhausted because I want to just relax. I want to do what you did this morning and just spend more time on my mat, more time listening to music, more time, just not having to show up and have an agenda to have to be of service, to have to do more. And really we've talked about this in past episodes around the idea of it's about learning to be receptive Mm. too, more receptive, slowing down, pulling back, not always giving and doing and showing up constantly. Well, and there's amazing growth when you have that receptive Kairos time, which we've talked about before as well, that ability to be able to just do nothing. I mean, you know, Last week, uh, I had a big event. So I, you know, had a a, kind of a long push towards that big event. And the next day, I decided I would literally lay in bed all day. Like, that's all I was going to do. Not because I'm sick, not because, you know, I can't function, but as a deliberate choice to lay in bed. I could watch shows if I wanted to. I could, um, you know, bring my, I read a lot of my books, you know, to, I could read books. I could lay there. I could just get up and eat when I'm hungry. Like there is, is such a joy and a gift and a growth in being able to give yourselves permission to just do nothing right? For a day. And I actually suggest doing nothing for a day every single week. <laughs> and, and then even having one week a month where you do nothing. But I think we're so conditioned to do the opposite. And in business, and I hear so many people around me, I hear my clients say this, I hear my husband say this, I hear all these people talk about how, well, you know, you have a business, you know, you're meant to be busy, you're always going to have more to do, you're always going to do more. Like there's, it's almost like you don't get permission as a business owner to like do nothing. And I'm like, why not? Why not? 
Why not? Right? And it makes yeah. me a better person. It actually makes me a better business owner. So I could come back on the next day after I had my day off in bed and I was more renewed and I had more creativity and I was more focused and I was more clear about what's important and not important. And this is what happens when we do less. It's such a harmful misconception yeah, It is that we are supposed to just be busy all the time. You know, I hear it all the time, like, oh, well, if you're in a startup, then you just work 24 seven, you burn the midnight oil. Like you, you're not going to sleep for the first year. It's like, what? No, 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 no. That in my opinion is setting yourself up to fail before you get out of the gate because you're not going to have any energy right. once you're finally funded or launched or out the gate. You know, it's like, what then when you're laying on a hospital stretcher or something, right? So we definitely have to speak about the value of doing less, of finding more space, of carving out stillness, of allowing yourself not to have to show up, especially as women, like not showing up perfectly, not showing up polished, not showing up, you know, mm -hmm. in this way that you're, you're trying to overfunction. And so there's just so many different threads here, but I love that if we bring it all down, if we simplify and distill into one message, that it really is just asking yourself, like, how can I just do less mm -hmm. right now? Whatever it is, like you're looking at in your business, whether it's your spreadsheets and you're trying to do numbers or you're looking at marketing or client retention or whatever. It's just like, how could I just make this less? Yes. Yes. That really is the filter. Like I think, you know, so many people I can hear them saying, you know, listening to this going, but how, but how do I do less? Well, the first thing is you decide to do less, right? That's like the first thing you have to give yourself permission and you make a deliberate decision. And this is true with everything. It's not like we create our environment first. We make a choice first right? And then we create the environment to align with that choice. Like we really have it all backwards. So that's a whole nother thing. But, you know, the first step, once we make that decision and we're deliberate about it, we're like, yes, I'm going to do less. It is then looking through the lens of just like you said, Laura, how can I do less? And, you know, in working with so many businesses over the years, this is what I help every client with. How can they do less? And I'm looking through that filter at their business. And it is amazing how much easier it is like generally I cut out 80% of what someone's doing. First of all, because so much of what they're doing is not adding to their bottom line. It's not growing their business. It's a bunch of wasted energy. You can cut that stuff out automatically. But also there's always ways we can make what we're creating more easy. It's just that we are not looking through that lens. We're looking through the lens of more instead of the lens of less. And so, you know, it really is as simple as starting to take that lens, put it on, spend an hour one day this week, and actually sit down and look at how could I do less, right? What could I take off my plate? Um, you know, I'm in a mastermind with a few other coaches, and we were having this conversation the other day, and we started to look at, you know, I think sometimes we get bored like, you know, we because we teach the same things. In a way, new people who come into my program, they're learning the same basics that everyone else before them had to learn, right? It's not like I have to always teach new things. 
but I think I get bored and so I do more, <laughs> right? Instead oh, of yes. streamlining what there is or sticking with what the basics that everybody needs, I look at how can I do more, right? And that's something that we have to just switch that lens to be like, I don't know. How could I actually do less? I could just reformat a program I already have. I could just do the same thing I've been doing the last, you know, few seasons. Like there's all these ways in which we can do less. We're just not looking through that lens. Yes. And that actually reminds me of a recent conversation I was having with my husband about like this misperception that we have, that we have to get all of our needs met from one person or all of our needs met from a business. The other thing that comes to mind is that I'm the same. Like when I get bored, instead of recreating yet another thing in my business, that maybe I just have to ask, what is that need? I'm having a need for inspiration. Mm. I'm having a need for novelty. I'm having a need for exploration. So maybe it's not adding that on to my business. Maybe my business is just fine and I can keep that program, but maybe I need to take a minute to do something else. Maybe I need a retreat. Yeah. Maybe I need to go to a new environment, like go travel or take up a hobby. You know, it's like, how do you get that need met? Maybe looking towards your business for everything. It's the same as like looking towards your husband or your wife or your partner and saying like, you have to meet all my needs. It's impossible. Yes. That person cannot meet every one of your needs because they can't. It's too much. And your business can't either. So maybe that's something to think about taking it and putting it. So keeping less is more. And maybe it's keeping the business as it is and taking a nice restful vacation in a new environment that's novel. Yes. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, as my husband and I and our family are planning on our European move next year, we are, I am looking at streamlining the business so that it really moves easily, you know, and, and, and similar. Like I don't have to create new stuff all the time because the stuff I'm teaching is imperative to everybody, you know? And so it's like this, you know, I've been really looking at how do I streamline, how do I stream, how to make that easy? And then I'm moving all that newness I want and that novelty I want into the nomadic traveling. So we, you know, we travel and move to a new location every two months. We get, we get that experience of newness and novelty without me having to completely wreck everything in my business to do something new. I mean, this is a pattern I've had for 20 years, right? Like I'm like, oh, this is all good, but I'm a bit bored. Let's just tear it all down and restructure something completely new. <laughs> right. And now you call yourself, you're like, let's do a move. Yeah. Let's do a European move. Yeah. Relocation. That's right. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And that was, that's to my point, right? It didn't always have to be that the business needs it or even just like, you know, I'll get excited about something and I think, but does my business need to take this on? Maybe that's just like some advocacy that I can do, you know, a little bit here and there, or maybe it's just, a, yeah, an interest I can pursue. It doesn't have to become a part of the business, but it's really interesting how, what you're, what you're, highlighting is that you, it's helpful to look at what is the resistance to doing less. Yes. What is the resistance? What is the fear? I've worked on this pattern with every client I've had over the years, a lot of people, right? And it boils down often to a fear, like a fear. And it, now there's different sort of flavors to that fear, but most of it sort of comes down to a fear. We want to do more because we're scared that if we do less, we'll be less. Or we're scared that if we do less, we'll have to face what's really in our life, 
right? Mm-hmm. Or if we do less, then, you know, that means we're not good enough, right? There's yeah. all these things that are firing up and contributing to our need to do more. And those are things we have to look at and face to unpack that and unwind it so we can do less. Yeah. I often hear this with my clients. They're coming to therapy because they say, I know that it's time to work on myself. I can feel that I'm running low in energy or I am starting to have insomnia or anxiety. Like there's definitely something off. So I know I need to address my mental health. But when I ask them how they feel about slowing down in order to reflect and so that we can kind of pause everything and and reflect and look at what's going on, they're often really quick to say, well, I don't think I have time for that because if I stop too long, like I can show up maybe for therapy once a week, but I can't really take any more time than that because people are going to be disappointed Mm -hmm. or the business depends on me and there's no one else that does what I do, or I'm going to leave money on the table, um, because there's money being made here. And if I just stop, then, you know, I'm afraid I'll regret that. Right. So it is a conundrum. And I guess I want anyone listening to understand that if that's going through your head, all those things that we just said to remember that those are all things that are coming from a place of fear and not in a deeper sense of trust because being able to trust ourselves and know that by slowing down or by giving ourselves time and space, unplugging or resting, that all of that actually is been shown. We have evidence and research. We know the way the body, the mind works. We become more creative, more productive, more expansive, when we do allow ourselves to do less. I mean, this is not a nice to have. Like I think sometimes when we, when <laughs> Laura and I talk about these things, we were like, oh yeah, that would be nice to have. This is not a nice to have. This is actually imperative. I mean, space and doing less is one of the first things I teach my clients because it is absolutely essential for a successful business, right? This is an essential skill, an essential foundational piece. This is not like a luxury. If you aren't doing less, if you aren't creating space, if you're running yourself ragged, your business will stop growing inevitably. Like so many people are running thinking that, well, when my business grows, when my business grows, you're actually detrimentally hurting the growth of your business by continuing to pack it all in, continuing to do all the things. Like it is not helping you. And I think we've just got to keep really bringing about this message over and over again until we re- it really let it sink in that doing less is what is going to grow your business. Doing less is what's going to allow you to find more opportunities and create more money and create more wealth and create more freedom. All the things you want are going to come from doing less, not doing more. Yeah, absolutely. So to that point, you know, just really when you feel that resistance – 
just asking yourself, you know, what is it that's so hard about this? What am I resisting? And be able to kind of examine those feelings and those thoughts. And then also, I love to remind my clients that it's also okay to take baby steps that you're probably not going to go from running a hundred miles an hour to just a full stop. And yet you can still start creating change little by little. If you just pick one thing a day. So maybe like with my clients, a lot of it is just, can you find some time and just clear it on your calendar? Can you find an hour this week that you were going to give to someone else? or you were going to fill with some sort of work? And can you just own that time for yourself and can you mark it off and see what happens, you know? And for some clients, I have to even start smaller. Okay. Let's find 30 minutes. Let's find 10 minutes. Like wherever you are, see what is possible. If you just start small to see like, Oh, I just, I could have done a lot more with that hour, (laughs) but I did less. And that's, how we also train our brain is that when we get instant wins, we're more motivated. So if you try to tell yourself, I'm going to completely revamp my business and you have all this resistance, it might not work. You know, you'll just be like, Oh, I'm going to try this. And then all these things are going to happen that reiterate your belief system. We know how that works. So start small and have a lot of compassion. Give yourself permission to prune. We talked about that last time and be able to just say, what's one tiny little thing that I can do each day or each week to help me move towards the goal of doing less, right? It's like a little bit to get a lot. (laughs) Yes. And, and I love Laura so much because she's so much about like the self-compassion and ease and grace. And I am too. And Sometimes it's about tough love, right? And sometimes it's actually like go into your calendar and cut out two hours this week. Just do it. Just go in and look at what can I say no to? What can I turn down? What can I cancel, right? Like sometimes it's that tough love of like really – Like, I promise you, if I go through your calendar right now, I'm going to find two hours that isn't necessary. And it's like, you know, I think that's so important sometimes to do for ourselves because we we so much have like a time creation, right? That we have this illusion and this perception that we never have time for the things that really matter. We don't have time for ourselves. We don't have time for self-care. We don't have time, you know, for the things that matter because we're so busy. Yet I question really what's on your calendar that you couldn't cancel. Sure, you probably have some clients don't want to be unprofessional, you don't want to cancel them. That's okay. But what if your child got hurt? Would you cancel those clients? Right? Like, I think there's this really interesting question we have to ask ourselves of like, what really matters that we're doing? And, you know, where is the real priorities? Because I don't think it's that we don't have time for ourselves or space or our self-care. I think we don't value it. And if we valued it, we'd prioritize it. Right. And so there is this really important piece. Like it is about the self-compassion. If you can only find five minutes, five minutes is better than none. If you can only find 30 minutes, 30 minutes is better than five minutes. Right. But also there is this real honesty we have to get in with ourselves that says, what, why am I prioritizing all these things over what really matters? Which is yourself. 
Why am I prioritizing all these things over my own health and well-being? And we know that for women, that there is a challenge sometimes in valuing our own value and well, I mean, our worthiness over, you know, anyone else. We're like, no, I can't value myself, but I can value my child if my child is hurt. But if I'm just hurt, if I'm exhausted or tired, I just need to, you know, push through. Mm -hmm. Or if my husband's hurt, then I'll put everything on hold. So it's interesting how quickly we can do that. I think that this is where the teachings from self-compassion can come in really handy too, because treat yourself like you would a friend who's exhausted and you would tell them to do less. Mm -hmm. You would a hundred percent say, do that, mark that day off. I think for me, it can be hard to cancel things for sure. It can be hard to like go somebody that you made a plan with and say, Oh, sorry, it can be done. But guess what? If that bothers you plan ahead, start marking off time on your calendar. Like right now, people are calling you getting on your calendar for next week and the week after and the month after that. So start blocking off your time now as a strategy. And you may even just put it on your calendar as my do less time. Yeah. I love that. And then you're going to come back to this podcast. You're going to listen to Sonia and I, and you're going to remember, oh yeah, that's what I'm doing here. It's all about learning to do less, to pull back, to be okay, to give myself whatever it is that I need, that more is not necessarily better in my business. And we're really starting to just reprogram. We're trying to rethink that. And anytime we need to change, it starts, you know, with, we have to have the desire, like you said, starts with a desire to say, I'm going to change it. And then we have to have a mindful awareness of what's going on then. Okay. I have this desire. What am I doing? Okay. I'm just putting time on the calendar every week that says I'm focused on doing less. Like that's where you can start. And then maybe you rest. Maybe you do something nice for yourself. Maybe you book a mani-pedi, like whatever it is that you need to do to just start shifting that behavior. Because in doing so, you're already starting to create, you're starting to uncreate an old pattern and you're starting to create something new. Yeah. And you want to commit to it. I mean, I'm a big proponent. What I practice and what I teach my clients as well is, you know, taking one day a week for what I call an integration day. So for me, that's Wednesdays. Wednesdays is blocked off my calendar for the foreseeable future. You know, I just put it in one time and said, repeat forever, right? So every Wednesday is blocked off. And so I don't allow things to come in, right? Once in a blue moon, I might have no other choice but to put an appointment there or something. But in general, nothing gets in. It's my day to do whatever. Do nothing, do less, do whatever I feel. It's like that permission to not have to do anything. And I think that's the really important kind of like energetic framework to it. It's not that you can't do things. It's that you don't have to do anything. And so if there's no pressure and there's no obligation and there's no nothing scheduled, then you're free to follow your own energy, which we need to learn to do to have a successful business and a successful life. And then I also take the fourth week off every month for what I call integration week. 
And I block that up for now until forever. So like there's these ways in which you make this decision to create it. Now, when I first created this practice, right, it was before I taught my clients to do it. I tried it for myself. I made a decision. I was tired. I was exhausted all the time. I was definitely approaching burnout. I had no Kairos time. I had no time for myself. I had to make a decision, not because I had evidence I could do it, but because I had to make a decision to just do it. And I blocked out my calendar. And if I'm honest, it took a couple months not to let anything else in, right? Like not to kind of be like, oh, there's no other space for this appointment. Okay, I'll put you on Wednesdays. And, you know, now that doesn't happen. But, you know, in the past it did. And, And every once in a while I'll let things start creeping back in and I have to reinforce that boundary I've made for myself. So this decision, this commitment is really important for us to to do beforehand. And then it really is as simple as saying, that's it. On Wednesdays, this is my day, period. Like we create our schedules, you know, and this is something I um, combat in my own mind all the time, right? I get stuck in the same patterns that everyone else does. I don't have time. I can't get it all done. I mean, there's so much to do. It's, I'm exhausted. And I have to constantly ask myself, but I create my own schedule, right? I create my own business. So why do I keep doing this to myself, right? Or why can't I let go of A, B, C when I'm the one that's putting in place? And I think a lot more of us have control over our time and we're just scared to admit it. Yes. And scared of not being available when people need us. I think for me, it's often letting people slip back into these certain spots when I'm like, I wasn't going to see anybody then, but my client really needs it. Mm -hmm. And then they're going through a lot and who am I to not just make some time. Right. And so trying to be too accommodating at times. And I also know that money. So I know that some people are thinking that, so we're going to name it, you know, like, obviously I will think to myself, well, if I could get all these clients in this week, then that's more income. And if I don't, then I'm going to be not making that money, but you got to think about often, even it's, it's not that you're going to not make that money. You'll probably make that money in the same month, but moving those clients into a schedule that does allow for more time. I don't know how many of you have kind of too much openings on your calendar and you're letting all your people book, you know? And I think with online calendars, this can be, um, common where people just have their whole calendar open and then people are jumping in and out of your availability whenever. And so now you've got, well, I could take all day off, but I've got a client at 8 AM and then I have a client at 3 PM. So I could do, but I really wanted to, you know, it's just like, no, Eight and nine, put them at the top, give yourself like a couple of hours and then be done. Yeah. Or, you know, so it's like, there's ways that we can also, we're almost doing the same amount of work, but we're more efficient in it by not just being so diffuse in our boundaries of like, you know, and the same thing goes with, um, emails and such, right? Like when we, when we let emails take over, that means that anybody that jumps, jumps into our inbox, we've just given them priority over anything else. We're like, oh, you just emailed me and you asked me for this information. So now I'm going to drop everything. I'm going to do that thing. It's like, no, that's doing too much. We want to do less, which means you have to have boundaries to do less. So there's really some applicable ways. I think if we think about it where you can be strategic so that you give yourself more and you do less, but it takes some awareness and some 
discipline to make that happen. Discipline and decision making. And, you know, and it brings me to, you know, I've heard a lot of people, different people talk about kind of the, you know, I I mean, I hate this framework, but sometimes like million dollar decisions versus like hundred dollar decisions. But I think this is a really good framework to talk about it. Like you mentioned the money. So we're afraid, for instance, not to take the one client on that one day that we could give to ourselves because we're going to miss, what, $300, $150, depending on what you're charging an hour, right? Could be $150, could be $300, could be $1,000. So let's say on average, it's $300 an hour. So that $300 is a $300 decision you're making. But your health and your well-being and your mental health and that that ability is like a million-dollar decision, right, or a $10,000 decision because your what will happen if you burn out, what will happen as you get more exhausted is all of a sudden you get sick and then you're out for a whole week. Now, how much money do you lose in that whole week? How much opportunity cost is missing as well when you're, you know, exhausted all the time, you don't see the opportunities, you're not alive and joyful when you're out in the world, right? Whereas you can see more opportunities and make more connections, right? We don't recognize that we look at these very sometimes short-sighted money decisions, you know, this hour I can't not afford to have, instead of really looking at that's actually a decision that is going to have more impact and bring more return if I don't take that client on that day, if I give myself that day to rest, if I give myself that day to be. And as you start practicing this, you start to really recognize that, yeah, actually these are bigger decisions I'm making for myself and they bring a lot more return. Yeah. And that goes back to really running a business like it's the long game instead of the short game. It's like it is a marathon and you sometimes might feel like, oh, I'm losing out on that $300, but what you're gaining could be invaluable to your business because you're putting yourself in a better place to be able to show up for that client and many more and possibly different offers that are maybe even more valuable than that $300 an hour one. So yeah, I think it's really important to put it into that perspective. And I wanted to name that the money issue. Cause I definitely hear that one a lot of just like, Oh, I can't afford to, you know, I'd love to, that's such a, such a privilege. Awesome. Would love it. <laughs> like mm, you may need to just shift your mindset because it's probably more within reach than you realize, or I think it's almost always more within reach than you realize. Yeah. And again, it's shifting those priorities, like that ability to give ourselves the space that we need and to do less and so that we have our energy back. Like that is the real wealth in our business. It's not, you know, booking every calendar minute and making every possible money that we can in every second because the energy that we have to bring to that and the energy that our clients receive from that space is not needed as wealthy as from, you know, a different frame of mind, a different state of being. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially like working with therapists and coaches and stuff when they're, when you're basically, you're paying someone for how they energetically show up and bring their whole selves to helping you solve a problem or to be able to find clarity or insight. And so I know that that was one of the best pieces of advice that one of my coaches gave me about therapy. She said, do what you got to do to invest in yourself and show up a hundred percent because who wants a therapist that's not at their best? Yeah. 
why they even want to pay you to be there. I'm like, Oh, that's so true. So she's like, it's in service to your clients. Ultimately, if you can show up hundred percent, what do you need to do every week? What do you need to do every day to be able to show up in that, that space? That's right. So overall, do less. <laughs> and we'll be continuing to break that down because I think sometimes, you know, what people start to go to is like, but I don't know exactly what I can do less of because I think all these things are important. So we're definitely going to talk about that this season. We're going to talk about very specific things that you can let go of in your business and specific things that are not as uh, much of a priority. And so I think it's going to be a really great season and it's going to unfold amazingly. So Thank you, Laura, for joining me. Any last words before we wrap up today? Just that I'm going to continue to take this as a mantra into my week and just the value of less is more, less is more. And asking myself when I'm approaching anything like, how can I do just a little bit less (laughs) here and pull it back? Yes. So good. All right. Thank you all for joining us and we'll see you next week. Hey, before you head off to your next podcast or the next item on your to-do list, I wanted to share with you a little about The Collective. Now, I spent 21 years working with thousands of women to create a group that facilitates all of the strategies and tips we talk about on this podcast. It is experiential, transformational, and a group of women you will not find anywhere else. If you're ready to do less in your business, but gain so much more, you should come check it out. Just head over to worthywomencollective.com. And if you want more goodies from Women in the Business Arena podcast, be sure to visit womeninthebusinessarena.com. Thanks so much for listening to the show. We'll see you next time.